It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Pats pals? Welcome to the latest and always greatest edition of the Six Rings and Football Things podcast brought to you by you-know-who, W-E-E-I, Odyssey and 2400 Sports. You got Fitzy, you got Jumbo, and we got you a whale of a show today. We're going to recap Champ Sunday and the impact it's had on Pats Nation, of course, because that's what we're here for. That's what we care about. We'll look at the immediate impact of the Bob coming to town as well as uh, Bill O'Brien joining Bill Belichick at the Shrine Bowl, plus some other little news notes and nuggets with a little Pat's Puri. Jumbo, uh, so the weekend, uh, the Sunday, uh, I, I walked away having given it a C, C-minus, because it wasn't my favorite championship Sunday of football. We had one thoroughly injured non-contest. And then another game that took a while to get going. When it hit its stride, it was an enjoyable watch, but then it ended controversially, and felt almost anticlimactic, even though it was a thrilling finish down to the wire. Um, but for Patriots fans, uh, I think you put it best in our little uh, pre-pod warm-up. Hello, Pats Nation. Hello, Chiefs Kingdom. Don't we look a little bit more the same with every championship Sunday and Super Bowl appearance? Spider-Man meme? Mm-hmm. You, 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 you. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard the word insufferable thrown around quite a bit from Patriots oh, yeah. fans and, um, <laughs> wait about wait, chiefs you... fans. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. The irony. Hilarious. Oh, the irony. Pot kettle called. He wanted to tell you something. Um, it, it's just, and I firmly believe all good fan bases are insufferable. Like if you're passionate, if you're dedicated, you're loyal, you're invested. If you're not insufferable you're probably not a great fan base. You're probably like mm-hmm. the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals or something where you're nice people. Oh, nicest fan in sports. Right. I don't want yeah. nice fans, right? Like nice fans finish last in my opinion. Um, but I do think this whole comparison, which started, and we, we talked about this a little bit the other day, you're now in a stretch here where eight straight years of Brady AFC title game, five straight years of Mahomes mm-hmm. AFC title game. They overlapped in the one, the passing of the torch. Um, and this, this fear, I guess, that, ooh, you know, I don't really think it's going to happen, but but could Mahomes pass up Brady? Is Mahomes going to carve out some career that people are going to – which, if he does, okay, we're a long ways away from that. He has one. He needs to win this one to enter that next hierarchy of two-ring guys because there's not mm-hmm. a lot of the two-ring guys. But this this whole – because I'll just – right off the bat, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I, I just – the Eagles rub me the wrong way. I don't like their coach. I don't – you have called him. He's in like the club, like Andy Hart's Dink Club for some Absolutely. reason. And he added to his resume in that area by bringing his daughter to the postgame podium 
and then chastising her for acting like a little girl at the postgame podium. Stop. She, stop. She, like, what she upstaged him something wicked. It was first. She looked like, and if anyone hasn't seen the video, I highly recommend going to Twitter, or Instagram, typing in Nick Sirianni, S I R I A N N I. And then, uh, or maybe Nick Sirianni daughter, Nick Sirianni child. And you'll see that she's sort of sitting there as he's, you know, going through the motions in the post game, talking about the game and Super Bowl preparation. She's there basically like mimicking everything he's saying and mouthing it as if she's like an interpreter. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Me too. And he came off as a dink by telling her to stop. And oh, by the way, Nick Sirianni, you're no one to give advice at podiums because you're the worst ever at it. If you go back to your introductory press conference from a couple years ago, yeah. let your daughter be your daughter or don't bring her to the podium. But no, I don't like him. I don't really like Jeffrey Lurie. I don't really like mm -hmm. Eagles fans and I, they are passionate and they are what they are. But you said, Pat, you said you respect the passion. You want more of the fanaticism. Yes. Who's more fanatical than people that threaten to burn their own city down uh, on the eve of any given significant professional sports franchise victory, plus destroy uh, bus alcoves, force riot gear police to take over the city as if the purge siren has rang like it's madness. Yeah. Who knew that I had so much in common with the city of Philly? We both like to grease our poles. Oh, not appropriate. If anyone needs to just press pause, take out their ear pods, maybe reconsider some of the decisions you've made. Like I am going to momentarily. Uh, I respect. I respect uh, your your time as well. But I apologize. One coach I the do thoughts like. of Andy Hart do not reflect every host. On that's this right. Show. Don't blame Fitzy for what I say, uh, and and don't blame me for what he says either. It goes. It goes it's a two. It's reciprocal. Trip. It's fine. Yeah. It's hundred percent. Yes. Um, it's like Houston at their mutual, uh, mutually unbe mutually unbearable. The Six Rings podcast. Uh, yeah, true. But yeah. I, I like Andy Reid. I do think Andy Reid is the second best coach of this generation, and I, he will and, validate that with and, another ring. Ten, ten championship appearances. Five in Philadelphia with no Super Bowls to be found. Now five, it, you know, honestly, you know, uh, abetted by and uh, enabled by Patrick Mahomes and, and the greatness therein. But who drafted him? Andy Reid, who has shepherded him, who's guided him, who's taken the raw, the powerhouse raw talents he had and molded him into legitimately when we say generational talent. I know you don't like that one being you know, bandied about too recklessly, but no, it's fair for him. It's uh, fair it, for him. If, if anyone is a Patrick Mahomes hater now, you are a Patrick Mahomes hater because you either are looking for some ad hominem nonsense to make fun of like his hair or oh, his voice. Because he sounds worthy. a little bit like a fraggle. Yeah, I mean, okay. All worthy. But to, like, dislike him, that seems a bit much. But uh, as Rich Keefe and I were sort of, you know, posturing the other night on the radio, Andy, it's mostly just like a vote against his wife and his brother, which I can understand to a degree. But his on-field ability, his playmaking talent, his guts, and his quarterback wizardry are unparalleled. And after Sunday's game, I don't know how in the world you can – at least not tip your cap and say, I room for you, but damn, you're good. Well, I am rooting for him. The one thing I will say, not the hair, not the voice, not the greatness, not the challenging of Brady down the road, any of that. All right. What, what, is, what is it? He's got a little bit of the Ben Roethlisberger where we have to know anytime something is bothering him. And when he fumbles, the limp gets a little bit more pronounced like, oh, oh like when he gets hurt. It. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, did you ever, did you ever, like, make a bad play in youth sports, and then you got up and you're like, oh, my arm, it's broken. Oh, yeah. Like, no, it's not. You, you made a shitty play.
Right. So that annoys me a little bit. But other than that, um, I will be rooting for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And it is what it is, Patriots fans, if you're um, feeling insecure about the Chiefs or about Mahomes versus Brady or any of those things. They're here to stay. They're here to stay, in my opinion, as long as Andy Reid stays connected to Patrick Mahomes. That'll be the next challenge for Mahomes. At some point, Andy Reid's 65. You know, if he... Mm -hmm calls it a career in three, four years, that'll be a uh, a point in his career for Mahomes that will challenge him. Not quite as mobile or healthy, dare I say, as Bill Belichick, who we've seen and we'll get to the Shrine Bowl activities, is still out there running blocking and tackling drills. The investment Bill Belichick said that he had last season when he was literally snapping the ball, running routes at practice, routes, 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 whatever. It's funny when you routes. call it routes. Thanks, Cam. Uh, a route tree, not a root tree. Uh, Andy Reid may not root, be. I'm <laughs> right. I'm right. I'm right. Pedantic semantics. Let's call the whole thing off. I doubt Andy Reid will be as long around coaching as long as Bill Belichick. That will be a challenge for Patrick Mahomes. But I just want to, I just want to say, I get you. I feel you, Pats fans, because there was nothing I enjoyed more. There was nothing that comforted me, and literally every day that I woke up brought me more solace and joy. Then knowing Tom Brady was the quarterback, Belichick was the coach, there was auxiliary talent like Edelman and Gronk, and the Patriots were always going to at least be in the divisional round, if not most definitely. I mean, hell, always going to be in the AFC Championship. They did it eight straight years, and likely Super Bowl favorites. Like, there is something about that where you not only live vicariously through them, but it almost emboldens and empowers you as like a person, as a fan, like, you just feel like you've done something, even though you've done nothing but invest a significant portion of your personal time in the successes, failures, triumphs, and tragedies and travails of a team. And I miss that. That's the drug. That's why when you ask me, like, what would you rather next year? Um, Mac Jones have a great season or bring back Tom Brady for a year or two. You want a hit of that drug. And right now, the Chiefs are getting the purest grade of that, I mean, it never hit the streets. It's been cut up with nothing else. They are getting the purest form of that in the awesomeness of Patrick Mahomes working in sync with Andy Reid. I envy it. I admire it. I remember it. And I think when you when we open with the whole like you're insufferable, no, you were well. We learned it from you, Dad. Like, well, okay. I wish I was you. You'll never be Brady. Yeah, but Mahomes is pretty great. It's because Pat's fans deep down inside, Andy. I think. I think we all sort of, we miss it and we can recognize that Chiefs fans are the new Pats fans. And we could recognize that the Chiefs are the new Patriots and that most of the country says, why do you get every effing flag? Why do you get every effing call? You're good enough. Do you really need the help? The, I mean, the meme, whoever put the meme together of the post-game jersey swap between uh, Patrick Mahomes and, and Torbert, the official, where they're both smiling and Patrick <laughs> Mahomes has an official flag, <laughs> tremendous, tremendous, tremendously well done. And, and I agreed with it. Every every mm -hmm. every call went the Chiefs' way in the oh, third to fourth it, quarter. I mean, like, how could you not? How could you not? This is not just a. If everyone used to think, ah, oh, Brady gets all the calls, even though he did. He, he okay, he did. And organizationally, the Patriots also got all of the scorn, and yeah. uh, things didn't necessarily break their way from three forty-five Park Ave. In spite of it all, they still succeeded, and it made all their successes that much more enjoyable. Like in Super Bowl forty-nine, in the midst of the launch of Deflategate, Super Bowl fifty-one after Brady served his garbage suspension. I think that made it all the more dramatic uh, and cathartic for Pats fans and for the organization as well. They absolutely got all the calls in that game. I mean, you name them, just um, Burrow gets hit out of bounds. Even though they end up scoring a touchdown on that drive, 
they don't call it. Later on, Mahomes does get hit out of bounds by Osai, and that's that the ultimate difference maker. 15 different people got blocked in the back on Sky Moore's punt return to set up the ultimate run that led to the Osai late hit. Nobody called it. I think 17 different people got strangled, held, uh, slam-tackled, pile-driven uh, right before Mahomes left the pocket on said run that led to the Osai hit. Nobody saw it. I mean, it just kept the third, the third and eight mystery whistle. Where the hell did that come from? Like, they had to survive like three third downs to force the chief. Like it's, and, and I'm a firm believer, just like in the first game where Kyle Shanahan out Kyle Shanahan himself and decided not to review the Devonta Smith fourth down pass that was ultimately ruled a catch. It wasn't. I believe that every play has it has an effect on the next play and triggers a different chain of reaction. It's like multiverse stuff. Like you never know how a game's going to go depending on whether or not an official calls or does not call a flag. Absolutely. So, so everything butterfly led effect. to yeah, yeah, it's the butterfly effect exactly. And the Chiefs benefited from it on Sunday and they continue to do so and guess guess what? Everyone buckle up. Get a helmet. Life sucks, mofos. They're, it's going to go that way for a while to come. It's just it is. And, and that's just, you're just going to have to get used to it. Hashtag NFL rigged or whatever the hashtag was that was trending oh. after the game, which I actually don't believe, but no. you can leave that game believing that with a Keith Spiracy, Keith Spiracy, like you have plenty of evidence that you just uh, vocalized. And I do think the NFL has, it's a minor problem because these people that say, oh, it's rigged. I'm not going to watch anymore. Yeah, you will. You're lying. You'll be watching mm -hmm. the Super Bowl. You'll be watching every game next year. The whole yeah, time. but with like, I mean, we're recording this on the day that sports gambling goes legal and live in Massachusetts. It would be uh, bad news bears. It would not be good looks kitchen if all of a sudden we were to find out like, and I know that the NFL, I've even heard, you may have even been filling in with somebody as a co-host one day. I'm listening to the station and somebody called in and said, I just want to remind everyone that the NFL is registered as an entertain, like legally they're registered as like an entertainment corporation or whatever. So they could probably, if, if you wanted to put 5,000 expensive lawyers all on incredible retainers to work, they could probably skirt whatever sporting rules and issues uh, could be found by competitive. I, I long story short, if we ever found out that the NFL was scripted by you know, people that used to work for Vince McMahon. What a mess. But it's not. And that's the thing. I know. Like, I, I know. I'm just I know. believing it. And that's yes. the biggest problem. And it's it's not going to buckle the league at its knees. You know, it's not going to slaughter the hog or whatever Cuban mm -hmm. said, because everybody will keep watching and nobody's going to stop betting. More people are betting than ever. More people in Massachusetts are oh, now yeah. able to bet. They'll be betting next year when they have the mobile capabilities during the NFL season. I will be betting everybody. But you left mm -hmm. this weekend with a big portion of your fan base. I don't know what it was because everybody like I'm at the gym the other day and everybody's like, well, those certainly seemed rigged. And I'm like, yeah, they seemed rigged. I don't mm -hmm. believe they are, but they seem rigged. And if you have the fix was in, if you will. Yeah. yeah. And and even if you know that it's not, if you have 30% of your audience, 20% of whatever it is, thinking it's rigged, you have a little bit of a PR problem there. You have a little bit of a clean it up problem. Now, you know me. I just think officials stink in all sports. Mm -hmm. we, I mean, we spent time this weekend on WEEI on Sunday talking about LeBron James and a horrible call at the end. I was just going to try to segue it to that. It's a perfect stitch because the NFL, NBA officiating there. Twitter account, PR firm, whatever comes out and like, 
oh, we're so sorry, LeBron. Like they sent him an edible arrangement. Uh, they offered to make a donation to his charity. This is an egregious miss. We hope to learn from this and get better because Jason Tatum did slap him in the arm. Also, LeBron traveled on the way to missing that layup at the end of the game that sent it to overtime. Don't do it. It was Don't a little bit of travel. It's fine. All right. But we, we all know, we all know that a flat, like a borderline flagrant foul was missed. Yes. And it cost it ultimately cost the Lakers the game. Now the NBA tried to get out in front of it, and they're the league that was actually rigged at one certain point that people yes. still believe is kind of cooked in the books. Whereas the NFL is not. Do you believe that the NFL should have come out at any point and said, uh, there were some calls that needed some tidying up in that game, or we're gonna uh like we'll look into this or would that or would that have only given rise to more conspiracy theories? Yeah, that's what's happened in the NBA is their uh what's that last two minute report or whatever they call that little thing they put out. And then they the, the new one they reached with Celtics Lakers was NBA officiating or whatever on Twitter was like, oh, it's gut wrenching. And like, that's what oh, I said. Yeah, you yeah. make mistakes. I've no one wants to listen to me. Everybody paints me as this ref hater. Oh, you bash mm -hmm. refs at all levels. Refs stink at all levels, whether you're in baseball. Oh, are you a patch dump or a regular ump? Ooh, a patch dump is better. He, you know you know what that means? He's certifiably bad. He's not just bad. That's what the patch <laughs> means. And it's all levels, all sports. It's a hard job. There's human error involved. If you can't accept it, then you don't like sports. You can't enjoy sports. They all stink. So at the NFL, oh, make them full time. That'll fix it. No, it won't. Major League Baseball umpires. Are they, are they good? No, they're not. Mm -hmm. NBA officials, nope. are they good? No, no, they're not. They're going to stink. You're going to have calls forever. Hell, someday, if we live long enough, you and I, Fitzy, we mm -hmm. may not make it. We will be arguing with with AI, with with computers, with yeah, artificial we'll, we'll, intelligence with, uh, umpires. You don't think? I mean, you don't think that Chat GBT isn't going to take over sometime soon, and then offer perfectly written uh, explanations or uh, rules breakdowns via algorithm? Of course, it's going to happen, and they'll be wrong. There will be mistakes. Computers make mistakes. I have a computer that refuses to have the camera work every time we try to record one of these podcasts. Computers suck as much as people suck. All right, let's let's not turn into the angry guy at at Geek Squad who's waiting in line like as if it already isn't bad enough. My computer broke. Now it says I'm seventh in line. Look, I, at the end of the day, I think this 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 segment here was mostly just about what we saw the the greatness of Mahomes, who you may be rooting for in an early look at the Super Bowl. I st I think I'm leaning Chiefs in terms of winning the game as well as a rooting interest, which is crazy to hear as a Pats fan. I can't believe the words are actually coming out of my mouth. I don't really want to wholly embrace the Eagles as well. No, I don't feel the need to get a note or modicum of revenge for Super Bowl 52. Another game that could have used a little at NFL officiating uh, reply, response, or apology to the Patriots for the way that Troy Vincent and company kind of uh, jazz interpreted some of the rules with Corey Clement's catch and more. It is what it is, and here we are. It's going to be a great Super Bowl, hopefully. I am disappointed, though, the way the playoffs have gone, Andy. Wild card weekend, awesome. Divisional weekend, up and down. Champ Sunday, meh. So trending early in the wrong direction. It, we are trending in the wrong direction. So does this Super Bowl reverse the trend and deliver the bang for the buck that we all need in the ultimate game of the 2022 NF hell season or not? Well, I mean, how can it be a downer when we have Miller Lite versus Coors Light to look forward to? The battle yeah. for it all. Uh, it's the Andy Reid Bowl. It's where he was versus where he went. And, and no, I the, think it'll be a good game. I, I don't. 
I think you have two good quarterbacks and two good coaches. Mm-hmm. So you start mm-hmm. there. Now, if one of the quarterbacks gets hurt and we start watching backup quarterbacks, all bets are off because that's what killed yeah. the 49ers game. They didn't yep. have a capable quarterback. They had a quarterback out there with a torn UCL who couldn't throw. They couldn't run pass plays, so they had no chance. Like that game was, and then the Eagles, knowing the other team couldn't score and couldn't throw the ball, played the game relatively conservatively. They didn't have to do anything. They had enough points in their back pocket to win the football game already. Mm -hmm. So quarterback play is where it's at. I know this is breaking ground. Quarterback play matters in the National Football League. Did you happen to see that Huntley, the backup for the Ravens, Mm. just got – uh, sent to the Pro Bowl games. Yeah, we have backup quarterbacks making the Pro Bowl now. That's freaking awesome. Oh my God. Is he gonna is he gonna come back uh and is he gonna do the gritty for all of us? Well I, I just uh, think- by the way I can't have any less interest in something than the Pro Bowl games coached by the Manning brothers. Yeah it's weird because the commercials are terrible with those two going at it. Like it makes me not want to watch it. it I know it, less interested in it. Um but no I Don't. think as long as we have Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts, I mean mm-hmm. the Eagles are a tremendously all-around talented team. They have talent. They don't do anything everywhere. poorly. They really don't. And you have Mahomes who the beauty of Mahomes is if the Eagles go up 21 nothing, the game's not over. Mahomes nope. has been there a million times. Did you see the number? He now has 3 playoff wins where he took over trailing with 1 minute to go or less. No one else in history has more than one. Like he is and you he's in his mid twenties. Yeah, you must. He's, ju- he's yeah, he's just barely legal to rent a car, and and just because his wife sucks and his brother sucks, don't root against him. No, I, I think I'm. I think I'll be like so many, just rooting for a good game, just rooting for a hearty watch, just rooting for a memorable conclusion to what's been a very up and down, at times annoying, occasionally fulfilling season as well. I think I'm going to lean. I wouldn't mind the conversation, you know, becoming like, oh, Mahomes, he's catching up to the Patriots. He'll never. Ca- I don't believe in anyone's mind. He'll truly catch up to Brady. But also, no. stop comparing Brady to Mahomes, please. The numerics behind each are so dissimilar. They're completely different quarterbacks with different legacies. One is concluding his, and it's unforgettable. The other is just really now starting his journey, and it's fun to watch. And it'll be great competition. And I can't wait until the Chiefs and the Patriots play again this fall. And let's now talk about how the Patriots can get better in advance of that game. Thank you guys for joining us as part of this crazy community, the six rings and football things gang. You can give us a follow at six rings pod. And of course, chat it up with your buddies at jumbo heart and at Fitzy GFY anytime and let your friends know, Hey, this podcast is fun. Hey, these guys are off the rails. I don't know how the hell they do it, but it always makes for a great Pat's chat by subscribing to six rings and football things on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and wherever awesome football pods are found.